Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. The How About That podcast. March Madness is here. We're going to break it down for you region by region. Take you all the way to the Final Four and our national champions. We waited two years for this tournament. And now it is happening in Justin and I's backyard here in Indianapolis. We cannot wait. Can't wait to tell you about our picks. We can't wait to see your picks. And we can't wait for a little madness here in March. It's time. Justin, you ready? I am ready. Not really. No, not at all. Burke, take it away. Hello everyone, welcome to the How About That podcast. It is currently Wednesday night, the eve of March Madness, if you're <laughs> including the playing games. Um, Zach, everything I thought Sunday night when we recorded after Selection Sunday, I think opposite now. But in reality, I have no idea what I think. I've spent hours looking at stats, screens. I've had four monitors in front of me at one time with YouTube, Ken Palm, BPI rankings. I have no idea what's going on right now, really. Yeah, it's, I mean, I'll give you credit. You were one of the bigger Ken Palm guys before it kind of became a thing. Now I think everyone, you have. I think everyone's kind of locked in Ken Palm. Uh, For those of you that don't know, I'm actually roommates with Justin. And I will say, flat out, he has ruined uh, this experience for me. I'm ready to just get to the games. Every time I come home, because he's still working at home, I am not. He has three screens out on every game. He's calling people uh, left and right to see what they're doing, looking up different people. Uh, and he tells me every other hour, oh, I have this team, and you know, remember I have this, now I have this, now I have this. And I just don't care. So he has ruined the experience for me. We're going to get to our picks. He's probably going to tell you the thousand things he did beforehand. But honestly, I hope it doesn't go well for him because he has taken the fun completely out of this. And it's not going to go well at all because I've, I've thought, overthought, rethought, Mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. that I've done so far. And I mean, the thing is, is that, yeah, it's March Madness. No one's ever had a perfect bracket. The perfect bracket is out there. It's and not. I'll be damned if I don't find that perfect bracket one time in my life. So well, I'm going to work for it. Um, I don't think this year is my year, though. Looking at my bracket now, I hate everything about it. I, I want to throw up where I'm at right now. But I, once this podcast happens, yeah, unless there's a COVID thing, I am locked in all, my All teams are good to go, which is awesome. All teams, except Oklahoma just had a guy test positive. Oh, he wasn't hurt? He tested positive? He tested positive. Are they out? Is Louisville coming? No, they're in, but he can't play. Second leading score for Oklahoma. But anyways, I am locked in. So now the bracket that I have in front of me that tomorrow morning I'm going to hate is my bracket. Because here's another thing. We've talked about this before, Zach. You only get one bracket. You only get one bracket. You only get one bracket. My biggest pet peeve is when people are, you know, when there's a big upset that happens or a Cinderella team in the Sweet 16, and someone's like, oh, I had that in two of my five brackets. Yeah. Okay, but which one's your bracket? Yeah, I make, you know, brackets galore. I have so many, well, prior to not having a printer, papers in front of me in, in different scenarios. I miss having one in my hand. Oh, it's a completely different feeling. But 
you only get one bracket. So you, I have one bracket. Anything I do, I submit that one bracket. Yeah. I don't want to see, oh, yeah. I had five brackets. No, you only get one bracket, and that those are your picks. I agree. And as, much, as annoying as you've been in this process, you do have one bracket at the end, which I respect. Because yeah. I mean, it's just like any kid who has like three fantasy leagues, and you know, some guy scores like, oh, I got him in this league. It's like yeah. that constant like. Oh, I have this. I have this. It's like what? What? What do you want? I mean, if like, how many? I can make all the brackets possible if I wanted to. Yeah, obviously, that's, I still that's not possible. But you know, you only get one bracket at the end of the day, and that's the bracket that you're ride or die with. So today, Zach and I are going to break down region yep. by region our bracket, the bracket, ride or die with our picks, and we're going to start in the West region. And first off, yeah, and Zach is going to win. I don't even think we need to talk about. Well, that. I was going to say if. if I'm glad we're starting with the West, and we both will be tweeting out our brackets after this mm-hmm. um, for you guys to see. If you want to have a perfect bracket, the best way to start, and we'll go pick by pick, though, is probably to have Gonzaga go pretty far because this draw is ridiculous. Yeah, and I don't even know. I know Norfolk State ruined my bracket in, like, seventh grade when they beat Missouri as a 15th seed. I know our— Kyle Quinn. Yep, and I know our— uh, Coach on NCAA basketball 2010 on the 360 started his career at Appalachian Shout State, but that that is the extent of my knowledge of yeah. those two teams. And just real quick, really excited for the first four on mm-hmm. Thursday night. Michigan State UCLA, I think, is what everyone's looking forward to. Yeah. The 16 seed games don't do it for me. No, I'll have it on. Yep, but I'm not like. I'm here, not here we go. Yeah. This is March. And like, if it's a close game, I'm not like, wow, this game's going out of the wire because it, it doesn't matter. It's bad basketball. I mean, both those teams are packing their bags by, you know, Saturday. It, it's horrible. So, But, yeah, it doesn't matter. So, Gonzaga in the first. Let's get right to it. 8-9. That guy's out for Oklahoma. Is that going to bother your decision at all? No, I'm sticking with Oklahoma. I, I don't – I just – I don't think this game necessarily matters. It's what, like, you know – Neither team's going to beat Gonzaga. Right. One, yeah, one point overall in the brackets. I'm going to go Missouri. Yeah. I like Mark Smith. Uh, I like Juanzo Martin as the coach. Once again, either team is getting 20 ball in the second round. Yeah. All right, next up, one of the earlier 5-12 upset picks we've seen from a lot of people, UC Santa Barbara. I believe they're 22-4. and 22-4. and four. Playing number 5 Creighton. Um, Creighton's loaded with talent, but at times, like we saw against Georgetown, just flat out don't show up, as well as some possible you know, chemistry issues yep. uh, from McDermott statements. Do you have the 12 over the 5 here? No, and I'll tell you why. I heard this on from Mark Titus. UCSB has not played one tournament team this year. Yeah. Uh, I don't care how good you are if you haven't played a tournament team this year. I mean, it'd be different if it was a non-COVID year. Yeah. I don't trust you. You haven't seen the size of a, of a power conference. You haven't seen the talent of a power conference. I think this is a popular pick. I think this is a popular upset region, especially for the next game, the 4-13, yeah. but I'm staying with Creighton. Yeah, I'm going Creighton here, too. I think when Creighton is at its best, uh, they they can compete. I'm not going to say beat. They can compete with anybody in the country. Marcus Zagorowski is one of the best point guards in the nation. Mm-hmm. Mitch Ballack can light it up. Uh, they have a couple different role players. You know, They have Alex O'Connell from Duke, which probably no one's going to know until yeah. he comes on the screen and everyone's going to start tweeting pictures like, Holy shit, Alex O'Connor. I used to hate this guy when he was at Duke. Yeah, and um, he was awful in the Big East this year, though. He didn't barely play. They just they don't really show up sometimes, but with that said, I still think they're just flat out way yeah. too talented to drop this game. So I have Creighton as well. The next game, though, I am going to go into that big upset. Um, I'm going to go Ohio. Okay. I'm um, not. Okay. I I'm hate gonna, that pick. I hate that everyone's writing Ohio right now. I don't know why. Yeah, so for a couple of reasons. One is Preston, he has NBA Fair. talent. When you have a guy that's averaging 16 and 8 at the point guard position, he can control the game. So it's going to ride or die with him if they're going to beat Virginia. 
and we know how hard Virginia hedges screens. We know their ball screen defense and how well they play off of it. Uh, so it's going to be a huge test. But two reasons why is, one, I don't see Virginia advancing to the Sweet 16, even if they win this game. So I'm comfortable taking Ohio here. Okay. Two, uh, Virginia was playing okay. They ended up with the one seed in the ACC. Uh, but then they had some COVID issues. I'm not sure if they've picked up a ball leading into this game. And at times, this seems like more of the old Virginia teams. Because we, we were big on Virginia last year. We were. Two years before when they kind of made that run saying this team's different. This team has more of that earlier Virginia teams that just, even though they defend really well, they can't score the ball. So yeah. for that reason, I'm going to go Ohio. I think that's fair. I will say Virginia actually this year, I think their Ken Palm defensive efficiency rating is lower than usual. Um, they have a good offense. Yeah, the COVID thing. I just, look, I understand that March Madness, like guard play matters. Having the best part of the floor is, is a big plus. Mm-hmm. I'm a Mac guy all the way. I just don't trust this Ohio team. You know, they're hot. They have a great player. But if you want to beat Ohio, you only have one player to take away. And I'm pretty sure that Virginia's defense can do something to take him away. If five guys averaging double figures. I know, but it, it all starts with Preston, though. It does, but I'm saying it's not like... I, mean, they, I know it's not like he's their guy, but it's not like if he's you take him away, if you take him out of the picture, Ohio's chances are a lot different to win the game. Right, but yeah, I mean, averaging seven assists, it's not like taking him out of the game. It's going to be. I mean, he's they're going to force him to turnovers. Their defense, you know, Tony Bennett is phenomenal. I'm just, I'm with you. And I um, think that there's going to be a lot more four thirteen upsets than usual. Okay. I just don't think that, or close games, I should say. I just don't think that this is one of them. Okay. Okay. So you you're writing that five four, no upsets yet for you. Yep. You're chalk so far. I am chalk so far. All right, USC uh, versus either Wichita or Drake. So, what's your liking here? Do you like one of these teams advancing if they win? No, just e- USC. None. Just okay. USC. I do think Drake's gonna beat Wichita, but like as the same for me, it doesn't mean anything. Um, and I really think like USC. the rest of this first round. I don't know about you. If you have anything crazy, I think Kansas is gonna roll. I think Oregon's gonna roll, and I think Iowa's gonna. Yeah, I don't think we need to I don't, talk about it. I don't really see much. I think that for this, you know, Gonzaga's going to win again. We, I, you have Creighton advancing the Sweet 16, you said, against Ohio. Yep. See, I have Virginia beating Creighton. You do? I like Virginia. I, okay, see, all right, I guess I said I'm taking Creighton either way. Virginia is a team, I think, that could maybe, because of how disciplined they are, could give Creighton problems. I think Creighton really struggles when they're playing superior um, – Athletic, athletic teams, which are teams that. like Georgetown and those teams have given fits. I don't think that's Virginia. That's, you know, Sam Hauser doesn't really fit that mold for me. It's all Ken Palm pick. Okay. I'm going to be honest. I mean, Ken Palm, you have, they have a top 40 def- uh, defensive fishing rating, which, if you're picking a national champion, they must have that. Right. They must have a pre But Virginia's not a national championship team. I know, I'm just saying, but I'm, I'm looking at all these and I, and I like it. Okay, they're so you've got Zaga. They're 12th in. Uh, Offense and so I just think Virginia's just the better team. Okay, and they have the better coach, who's also not a racist. Who's also not a racist? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, good for you. I mean, look at you. What does that say about me? I guess I should probably. Yeah, it's it's making me question. I'm gonna go Santa Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna go Gonzaga Creighton one five in the Sweet Sixteen. You're going Gonzaga Virginia. Virginia. You are all chalk so far. Yes. Does and that change? Then, does not change. Okay. And this is not... The West really has been pretty stellar for me. I mean, pretty not stellar. Consistent for me throughout throughout it all. Except USC, Kansas. You like I have USC? flipped back and forth so much. And yeah. you, you think I like you. I'm taking Kansas. Okay. Because of the news today of the players returning, McCormick returning. Yeah. I, I just don't see how... Kansas was playing so good. They were. I think they would have won the Big 12 tournament. They didn't have... And they didn't have a pause necessarily. Yeah. It was a... It's what, a week... 
I think they would have won the Big 12 tournament. I love this Kansas team now. They have confirmed all of their players back. I think that they beat USC. And I wasn't confident in USC. That's a tough... I mean, at one point, I had USC in the Elite Eight. But that's such a tough, grueling bottom of the West. You know, you have Kansas, Oregon, Iowa, USC. I don't, I'm just taking Kansas here. I okay. think it's a safer pick. So I'm going to go USC. And I don't really do the Ken Palm thing like you, even though I probably should. I just kind of, you know, just play around with it. And basically my thoughts are, Gonzaga's going to the Final Four, so how can we try to find some plays after that? Okay. Okay. Not without forcing it. Some value picks. Yeah, value picks. We're say. basically looking for some money from some juice here. Yeah. Um, the Mobleys, the Mobley twins, obviously, you know, giants inside for USC. Yeah. I don't know much about USC other than that. I haven't I, watched a second of their basketball. No, I'm not going to act like I'm this big USC lord. <laughs> this is why they're going to win. I do think the COVID pause is going to screw up with Kansas a little bit because it is hard to keep that rhythm that they were playing because they beat Baylor. You know, they. Yeah, who they beat? I think they beat. Uh, Texas, maybe Oklahoma. They're on a big run there. Yeah. I do think that pause hurts, and McCormick inside is a monster. But when you have two guys like the Mobley twins to deal with him, um, if he's not going, then it really hurts Marcus Garrett, Braun the shooter. It affects them. Um, and once again, though, it is kind of just a value pick for me. So I have yeah. USC here. Um, and also, you're going value again. I'm going to go with the Pac-12 Sweet 16, which is disgusting. I hate the Pac-12, but I also have the Pac-12 in so many ways. However, I originally had this pick also. Okay. But I'm flopping. I'm taking Iowa. And I am the biggest Iowa hater. I think Iowa might be my least favorite team in, in college basketball right now. I hate you Iowa. never like Garza. With a passion. Ken Palm, though. Ken Palm's telling me differently. I got to take Iowa for a Ken Palm pick. I can't break those. I have rules that I can't break, and, and Iowa has to win this game. Okay. I'm going to go Oregon. They won. I'm big on momentum coming into the tournament. I know they lost to Oregon State in the Pac-12 championship. They had won six straight leading into that. They won 11 of 13. Uh, with Will Richardson at the point, they're a different team. LJ Figueroa has transferred from St. John's, Duarte. They just have a lot of depth and a lot of size. And I do still kind of fall in that category of like, you know, a super athletic team is going to give Iowa problems. I yep. just can't get it out of my head. Iowa, obviously impressive against Illinois. Uh, they showed they can compete against the top teams in the country. It's still just another value pick for me because I don't see anyone touching Gonzaga still. Uh, I think Oregon, the way they can score um, and the way they defend in Dana Altman. I think is a much better coach than McCaffrey. So I'm going with a disgusting USC Pac-12. Oregon 7-6. Yeah. I, I, I have not watched Pac-12 basketball this year. Me neither. I've watched, we've watched some Stanford. However, we're happy that and that's, that's all I, If that's what that conference is, then yeah. no, no thank you. Uh, Gonzaga's going to be great in Virginia. Not, not even, don't even not going to mention it. See, so now I have – so you're talking about how Iowa struggles with more athletic teams. Right. I'm taking Kansas to the Elite Eight. Yeah, I, I would like yeah, I because that. I Garza, if you've seen him in the Big Ten, he struggled with players like Kofi, Hunter Dickerson. Yeah. So I hey think that he's going to struggle with the athleticism of McCormick and that Kansas will handily beat Iowa and advance I'm okay to with that. the Elite Eight. Yeah. I'm gonna go Oregon just because I there's no way I can stomach having USC in the Elite Eight. And I do think Oregon plays well in March and has the depth. Um, I If I wasn't doing the USC pick, which I'm starting to not like, I would definitely have Kansas there in the Elite Eight. Uh, but I'm going to go Oregon because, once again, it doesn't matter. Uh, Gonzaga – I think Gonzaga wins. I think Gonzaga might win by double digits in every game until the Final Four. I wouldn't be surprised. So, I, Gonzaga, I'm glad they're on the same page. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, there's no even really to mention like any of these Gonzaga games because they're going to – they're going to no. win the four. And, you know, I'm glad, and everyone's going to say, well, they had an easy draw. 
And I, I really, I really hope they make the Final Four because if they if they lose this year, they will never. If they lose the national championship, or even maybe the Final Four, they might get some, like kind of like get people to cut some slack for them. If you lose before the Final Four in this draw, they're never going to be respected. Yes, I think it's. I would agree with that. I mean, there's a lot of pressure on them in this sense. Yes, it's a ton of pressure. If they lose in the Final Four, I think you say, and once you get to the Final Four, it's like, I think it's a completely different thing. They got there. It's a different level. And that's, that's the pinnacle for a lot yeah. of teams. Yeah. Um, if they lose any of these games, it is going to be a bloodbath in the media. I think you're going to see, like, how Virginia was before. Yeah. But I could even see a bigger bloodbath for Gonzaga losing to any of these teams and Virginia losing to the 16th seed. I agree, unless it's unless it's probably Gonzaga, uh, I'm sorry, Kansas. Even Iowa, I don't think they get. No, I, I don't think anybody cuts some slack. If they, they dominated it, these teams earlier. Is it Mark Few hot seat if they don't make it to the Final Four? As a Gonzaga fan, I don't think I can put Mark Few on the hot seat just because... I mean, is this kind of a Marvin Lewis situation? We're making the playoffs every year, but we're not winning a game in it. Like, Gonzaga's um, making the tournament, but we're not, we're not going all the way. I mean, they've... Ugh. They've done so much under him, and it's I don't I don't even know what the argument is. is. I don't know. Is Martin Lewis coaching somewhere? Um, he might be. He's got to be on a staff. He's probably on a staff. I think I know he's on a staff somewhere. I'm pretty sure. I don't, I don't know where, but I don't I I don't think that any words need to be said to defend Mark Few if Gonzaga no. doesn't make it to the Final Four. However, there's going to be questions of if this Gonzaga team can't do it then I don't know if any Gonzaga team ever will. Right, I agree. However, until I don't know Holgram, if another coach... Yeah, until next year... Chet Holgram comes in in two years. Whatever. Yeah, until next year when everyone then picks against <laughs> Gonzaga and it's a value pick. Yeah. I'm saying, I think I've had Gonzaga winning the championship a lot of years in a row. Yeah. So, and if they go to feed and win it all, IU fans, that's one less thing they can say no to. Which... Yeah, and now they're not the only ones. And, right. Oh my God, I pray that happens, honestly. Um, all right, so Gonzaga, Final Four... How are we going to do this then? South or East next? I think we should go to the East. To the east, so we're jumping playing. down? Okay, we're going This to... bracket... I uh, hate it. Let's just kind of do it. So Michigan wins Michigan. the first round. Second round, St. Bonaventure. I know they can defend well. I know they have five juniors that start. When I hear that, though, I think none of those guys are going to the NBA this year. They're a year away, and I'm going to take them on a run next year. Because I think if, they, if they're that good this year, they'd probably be an at-large even if they don't win their conference tournament next year. Mm-hmm. I'd believe in them. This year, I think LSU has just straight up too much talent. I loved the way they played. I know they play kind of erratically at times, and not the most disciplined style with Will Wade, but Watford and Cameron Tom, like, I just think they're going to have too much talent. Yeah, I've been back and forth on this pick, but I'm going to say Bonaventure. Okay. I just yeah. feel comfortable. It, um, they have, what is, I forget what their defensive efficiency rating can 17. Yeah. That's that, I mean, top 40 in Ken Palm defensive efficiency, I, that you stand out to me. Yeah. So I'm going to take them. I mean, definitely a coin flip. Them there. Yeah. And if it's a coin flip, I look at Ken Palm, and LSU is 125th in defensive efficiency on Ken Palm, and St. Bonaventure is ranked them in ranking, above them in ranking. So. Well, let's just get right into this then. Do you have St. Bonaventure? Because Michigan is that one seed everyone's talking about losing. Do you have Michigan going to the Sweet 16, or do you have St. Bonaventure beating them? Michigan to the Sweet 16. Okay, I do as well. Okay. I, I just still think it's way too talented of a team. Too much coaching, talent. Too much Hunter Dickinson. Um, they're going to play with a little chip on their shoulder the first, the first I, weekend. I think that they're mad. I, yeah, I think they're going to come out firing. It may not be enough in the end, but we'll get to that. But I, I yeah. do think they make it to the second weekend. So then we're going to a 5-12 matchup in Colorado and Georgetown. Yeah. Um, I've ridden the Pac-12 way too much. I'm tired of it. I know that Colorado is a good point guard. I know people are saying Georgetown, you know, it's like Mark Tide was saying, you know, it's good. They're like happy. They're just yeah. be there. 
I think Georgetown's way too athletic and played way too well, and they've been playing well. It wasn't just the Big East tournament. Yeah, no, they've, they've been, been playing well for about a month now. I, since since uh, since they beat Butler by about thirty. Yeah, um, I just think they're way too athletic, and Javon Blair, their guards are playing well. I'm having Georgetown win this, and I I'm I'm going the same way, and then I'm going to take Florida State. Do you have that four thirteen at all? I'm going to take Florida State. I'm taking Florida State. It sucks because I know everyone talks about that Coach Miller for Greensboro. Um, is probably going to get a high major job at some point soon. And then Isaiah Miller is their best player, who's you know one of the most talented players possibly in this tournament. It's just it's just like kind of like I'll talk about with Liberty. It's just the wrong team to play. Yeah, and and the reason why I bring up this game so quickly is again, it's Florida State's athleticism is insane. So when we get that Florida State Georgetown matchup, that is going to be probably the most athletic matchup. And NCAA tournament history. It's just going to look like there's there's the floor is going to be so shrunk. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, like I, yeah, it's 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 going to be just impressive. I would look like an ant on that. Oh one. my god, the plays at the rim are going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Um. All right. This Michigan State UCLA pending. I think we both have Michigan State over UCLA. Yes. You've been pretty erratic with BYU. I'm not a big Izzo guy. I've talked about it. You know, I've talked about it. However, I, I just. I, I think Michigan State gets past BYU in the first round. I'm going to take that 11-6. If UCLA wins, I'm going to go BYU. If Michigan State wins, I'm going to go Michigan State. I agree 100%. Okay. <laughs> now, if you were to ask me, what time? it's about 6 o'clock right now. If you were to ask me two hours ago. You have them in the Elite Eight. BYU is in my Elite Eight. Yeah, that's a problem. This is Guys, this is a look into Justin's brain right now. This is how chaotic the last 72 hours have been for me. That I had a team in the Elite Eight three hours ago, and they are now losing in the first round. Unless UCLA wins, then they're going to win. Right. But we'll once we get to that second but round, we'll we'll see what happens. The reason season. you had BYU going this far at first is because of why? Because who do you like in the three fourteen? Abilene Christian. Okay. Abilene Christian will be the upset of the tournament, and Abilene Christian. We'll take down Texas. Now, everyone's like, who is Abilene Christian? Let me, go through, let me go through some things with you. First of all, tournament experience. 2019, they were in the NCAA tournament. First off, mascot. That's a good question. I don't know. I can't believe you don't know that. Okay. I didn't look that up yet. They lost by 34 to Kentucky in that NCAA tournament. Four years ago? Two years ago. Two 2019. Years ago. So a lot of the same guys are back. Well, same guys are back. They have the tournament. They got their butts kicked. Yep, that's okay. Tournament experience, though. It's yes. on the resume. Number two. Okay. Let me tell you about this little stat I like to call turnover margin. Very important. Adeline Christian is the best turnover margin team in the country at 6.4. That's phenomenal. There's 340 teams in the NCAA. You want to know who's 272nd? Guessing it's the Longhorns. It's Texas. Yeah. Third thing. Let's go to my my good buddy Ken. Ken Palm. Let me pull up the exact number over there. Go ahead. Adeline Christian is 30th. In defensive efficiency. It's very solid. Top 40, as you said, makes you potentially champion. It it really just... I, I mean, that's the I stat. Know. That's I the know. stat I've fallen Heard all week. I think that this game... They have a good seven-footer, I believe. And real quick... Scoring inside in the front court. They like to just... They do good lobs to them to the basket. Make easy make easy layups. They've played They've played teams, too. I, you know what, Zach? I completely forgot to I know. Texas Tech, 7-point loss. Arkansas, 13-point loss. They have tournament teams on their resume. And I think that Texas might be the worst out of those three. No, I don't think that. But, however, anything is possible in March. I need my value upsets. Yes. Now, first bracket I had, Texas was in my Final Four. Mm-hmm. 
now they're losing to Abilene Christian. Yeah. Who I didn't even know was a school until Sunday. Yeah. So Okay, so you have fourteen playing uh you have fourteen eleven there in your second round. I have fourteen eleven. Pending who the eleven is. And no matter who the eleven is, I need I looked at my bracket overall, I needed a double digit seed to my sweet sixteen. Abilene Christian is going to answer the second week. Abilene Christian is going to go to the second weekend. Okay. I think that's enough. Now, I am no, worried. Mind. They are the smallest <laughs> team in the tournament. Okay. <laughs> I found that stat out 30 minutes ago. Okay. But I still love my boys. All right. I'm going Texas. I'm not going to talk about it very long. I'm a big Texas fan. They have three guards. Ramey, Jones, who also is coming back from cancer, obviously. He's recovered, so for you to so look. Anyways, um, that's bad. I didn't do about that. Yeah, uh, no, he's he's been recovered. It's very it's awesome for him. Uh, he's been a stud though, um, and Matt Coleman. They've all been there for a very long time. That's three guards that can take you far, as well as Jericho Sims. He's really come on. Greg Brown, um, a top rated freshman. He's really come on. Um, Shaka benched him recently. I think that really helped him and the team uh, kind of even come together. Uh, it's kind of weird. It can work sometimes, but just kind of showing that you can't do things on your own and can really bring you back into the team. I think that helped Texas go on that run to win the Big 12. And I think John Rothstein said that Jericho Sims, the way he's been playing right now, reminded him of Jordan Bell in Oregon. That's pretty much all I needed to hear. That so if you remember true. that Oregon run with Jordan Bell, I think they were playing Wisconsin in round two, maybe first round. I don't know what it was, but he blocked every shot there was. Um... No, that was. I think it was Wisconsin, first round. Was, Wisconsin first round was twenty eighteen. I don't know. Okay, but I, all I know is Jordan Bell was literally you couldn't go to the rim, and Jericho Sims is doing that same thing right now for them. So I'm having Texas. Um, Solid pick. Solid. We've talked to you about how much we don't like Maryland. I don't think we have to get into too much no, of that. UConn. I have UConn. You have UConn. Yeah. I have Bama. Sorry, Patino. Yeah. You have Bama. Okay. Georgetown, Florida State. Since it's kind of a, a wash at athleticism. Talent goes to Florida State. Yeah, Florida State. So I have Michigan, Florida State in my Sweet Sixteen. Me as well. Okay, same same reasoning. You have Abilene Christian playing Alabama. Okay, now, I had UConn. I think this is going to be. I think this has been one of the hardest picks for America to decide. Yeah, I mean, everyone I had, wants to ride the trend of UConn. I had five picks circle or five games circled mm-hmm. as like these games determine the rest of my bracket once I figured them out, and this was a game that I had circled. Yeah. As of right now, I have Alabama. This is going to be a pick I look at until that first game starts and the brackets are locked in. Yep. I just think Alabama has a little too much for UConn. Um, I know Alabama is an all-freshman, all-SEC freshman guard out right now. That might factor into my decision. Um, but the way they spread the floor and shoot the ball, it, it's just be, it's hard for me to pick against them right now. But UConn has the athleticism, the size, the physicality, and a star to beat them. But as of right now, I'm going to go Bama. And I have Texas beating Michigan State. Um, I just think it's more talent, and I, you know, as good of a coach as Izzo might be, they just they have a ceiling. Yeah. So I, I have that. Michigan, Florida State. So I'm I'm all chalk here. One four three two. I am one four fourteen. Yeah. All right. <laughs> two. So Michigan, Florida State. I this is another game. I have absolutely no idea what yeah. to do. I just think I I think this is when the livers this is the livers game. Okay, this, this is, is when it's too it, much. This is when it matters, and it sucks because I don't want to say Michigan's undeserving. That's not the one I'm trying to say. But with how good they were, it sucks what's happened to livers. I don't think either of these teams like 
I'm not excited about putting either of them no. in the Elite Eight. No. I just think it's way too far for both of them, but because of the draw, this they're is just there. what's happened. Yeah, and I've, I've said the entire year, even with Gonzaga where they're at right now, Michigan was my pick. Like, yeah. I didn't care what the teams were. I didn't care yeah. what the draws were. Michigan was going to be my national champion in my bracket this year until the liver's injury. And that's not to say, like, they played they played decent without him. They did. The thing that scared me against that Ohio State game was that last possession when Mike Smith had the ball and 22 seconds left. I don't they, know why they, they looked like they couldn't – they didn't know what to do yeah. without livers. And I think that the first close game that is a, they're having to come back – the, to get to, you know, over the hump, Livers has to be there. And so I just think that FSU might be just a little too much for them athletically. I agree. And, and going back to them not really being, you know, not being excited about it. Like if LSU or St. Bonaventure goes to Elite Eight, I'm not going to blink. Like it wouldn't surprise me. Oh, no. If they were to beat Michigan and beat yeah. but you know, First bracket, I'd say Bonaventure in the Elite Eight. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. <laughs> but that's not the bracket. The no. The bracket... I have Florida State as well for the same reasons. I think Ohio State handled Michigan, and Ohio State just time and time again has not been able to close out games at all. They just, for whatever reason, it's always something with Ohio State. Um, But against a team with that size and that athleticism against Florida State, man to man, like you got to find ways to get open and score. And with Livers out, that just takes away a huge piece of that, Mm -hmm. the way they can spread the floor. So unless one of these unknown freshmen or some guy that – we don't really know about it. Michigan coming comes out of where? Dare I say it? I think you say it. I'm going to talk about TikTok star Adrian Nunes. I was about to mention it myself. Is it his time? No. It's not. Okay. So yeah, I, think, I literally think Michigan basketball hates him, and it's a shame. You know. Do they put in his girlfriend? She's better than him. I think she might be. Juwan so might want her in the court. A D2? D2 star? I know D2 she's star. a star. I'm, I'm going to say star. I'm going to say star. I would say All-American. Who, who's going to check that? I, I'm not. <laughs> So they have an All-American waiting on their bench. Yeah. So maybe Michigan, but for now, Florida State. Yep. Okay. Uh, for me, do, does the road end here? It does. Okay. And there's really no reason that Avalon Christian should make it to the second week. You know, it's more of just like, I don't know who's going to win between BYU and Michigan State. Yeah. I didn't feel comfortable having BYU advance that far when yeah, they yeah. lose in the first round. So I said, you know what, I'm going to give myself Avalon Christian. Sweet 16. But Bama, I think this is this is going to, this if this matchup somehow happens, Bama wins by 30. Yeah, it, it, yeah. It's like when I think when you know Florida Gulf Coast made it. Yeah, and got to play Florida. Once just, you get to the second weekend, it's a completely different. Moment. You're kind of respected now. Yeah. It's like all right, here we go. People are like, oh, like we actually have to. You've beat been, them. yeah. You're on notice. Yep. So you have Bama, Florida State. Who do you have going to the final four? Oh my gosh, I want to hear your pick first because okay. I might oh, yeah. plot this right now if I. So I'm going. I'm I'm riding Texas against Bama. I think Texas size. Okay. And those three guards, I just think. Because I don't love Bama over UConn as of right now anyways. Um, and, you know, Bama is one of those teams. Uh, my good buddy Owen Loftus, I'm going to shout him out real quick. He, he made this point the other day. Bama's a lot like that Auburn team we saw make the Final Four. I think Bama's a more talented version. Mm-hmm. But the way Auburn shot the ball, where it was pretty much like Alabama, it's threes or layups only. Yeah. If it works, they can go all the way. Yeah. Like they can, you know, even give Gonzaga a run. That's, that's a phenomenal. That's a phenomenal comparison. It's great. When it doesn't, though, they are very vulnerable. And we've seen them go down big. We've seen both sides, yeah. And, but make, and the thing about Alabama, too, is if I'm an Alabama fan and I'm down 15 and this week's 16 are the elite, I'm not nervous. But at the same time, you can't have that happen multiple times. Right. It's, you're going to run out of this. So. Yeah, so for that for that reason, I just think I'm going to go Texas. I just trust their guards and their sides uh, and, and Shaka. I think Shaka's gotten a lot of hate. 
you know, let's not forget why he got this job. Like he he played he does well in March. One time. Okay. Well, I think they won another run, didn't they? A little I, bit. I, I, they only made one final four though. Okay, one final four with a with VCU. Yeah. I mean, it was, that was a joke. That was a joke. Okay. Well, I mean, Butler handled them. Uh, <laughs> all right. So my final four is then, t- or sorry, Elite Eight is Texas, Florida State. I don't really like Texas or Florida State or Michigan, like I said. So for that reason, uh, not by default, because I think they're they're playing well and legit. I have Texas going to Final Four. And literally for that reason, I have Bama. And I don't I don't necessarily yeah. like the pick. I think yep. that this Bama, is kind of just like the default region. Yeah, I, God, I want Michigan. If Michigan was the same team, it would be life would be so much easier. And they still can I make the Final care. Four. They still they could do it. They could do it. Uh, I don't trust FSU at all. I've had FSU in my bracket in the Final Four for the, for a very long time. I I don't. They could lose first round. They could. Yes, I don't trust them at all. Yeah. Um, and for that reason, I can't lose a, a team that early. And then Ken Palm wise, like I'm not going to get into all the Ken Palm on Alabama, but safe to say that they're top number two in, in defensive efficiency, 34th in offense. Alabama is. Yeah. They defend. Yeah, they defend. The, they defend. They're athletic too. Shout out. Um, I think that they have they have guys who can score. Three point. If they can shoot three point well, they're gonna win every game, and yeah. especially with the, the route that I have going on. So I don't trust Florida State enough to put them in the final four. Yep. But. Okay. So you have uh, number one Gonzaga playing number two Bama. Yep. Which we'll get back to. I have number one Gonzaga versus number three Texas. Okay. Let's go back up to the south. Um, top right. If you're on the ESPN challenge, Baylor is our one seed. I have Baylor, Baylor. next. Um, this this bracket is going to be. I this is when this I, I think this has been the hardest. I guess you could argue the Midwest. Those first, I don't know. This bracket is ridiculous. The the South and the Midwest. I spent yeah so much time just yeah. writing and erasing. There's one game especially we'll get to here. Um, North Carolina, Wisconsin. I, Wisconsin's a dud. I just I, I'm going North Carolina. I wouldn't be if Wisconsin wins. I wouldn't be shocked. I know you're picking Wisconsin by that. But I, it's one of those things, again, where Baylor's beating either team, so whatever. Um, yeah, Wisconsin. I have Wisconsin. They're okay. top 10 in Ken Palm. I can't choose against a team that's top 10 in Ken Palm. So. Do you know who they've beaten that's going to the tournament? No one. Loyola. Loyola. So no one in the Big Ten that's in the tournament they have beaten. I did not, I did not know the set. You're going to. Okay. Well, I go in Wisconsin. But I will say, for this group, you know, because everyone talks about, almost mocks how old they are, they can click. Like, they can kind of reset. It's and almost like, it's I, been so long, it, maybe they kind of need this. I had this conversation, because it's the same thing, they're so old. Every Big Ten team has played that team so much. Yeah. They know what they are. I think that playing non-Big Ten teams is going to rejuvenate this group. They have good guards. They have bigs. They have coaches. You also just picked Brad Davidson. That's fine. Okay. I just want to make sure you know that. No, no, no. Oh, I know. Alright. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just real quick then, let's just get right into it. How much are you liking? <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we'll get back to it in a second. Do you have Wisconsin beating Baylor? Hey, we'll get back into it, man. <laughs> we'll get back. We'll get oh, back. Oh my god, I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. This is This is like... Very recent. This is very okay. recent stuff. Let's get to the 12-5. It's a very popular 12-5. It's this Winthrop. 12-5 sucks. It's Winthrop Villanova. I am going with the public here, which is to take Winthrop. Look, once again, one of those things, I don't see Villanova going to the Sweet 16 anyways because without Gillespie, they're just not the same team. They're over 300. I think they're like 320th in pace. 
Winthrop is 23-1 and one and have beaten over half their opponents by double digits. Uh, they shoot the ball well. They have a 6-7 point guard uh, that almost averages a double-double. And I just, you know, I'm going to go with the trend here. I'm going with the 12-5. I'm going Winthrop. I don't, that's it. I... You think, you think Villanova's going to kill him? I think Villanova is going to is going to give this team a rude awakening. I, I've always been a Winthrop guy. I've always loved Winthrop. Always loved Winthrop. Okay. Uh, I, Winthrop sucks in Ken Palm. They're like one of the lowest 12 seeds ever. Yeah. The last time that happened was Chattanooga. They lost by 25. Which shout out to your, your not Ken Palm. No, no. I was, yeah, I was, I was going to get in it. I was going to okay. get in this guy in the next second. Okay. I, I, this, I, yeah. I found that stat out by a guy named Stats by Will. I'm really going to use him in the next one. Um, I just think, I don't, Villanova, it's Jay Wright. I, I'm not, they don't have Gillespie, but they still have talent. I'm not worried about Winthrop. Okay. So. All right, but the next one, here we go again. Pretty North Texas. I think this game is going to be close, and North Texas defends very well. I'm pretty sure efficiency-wise, they're, they're pretty solid and all that. I think Purdue, basically in a home game here downtown, um, playing in the gym they just played in the Big Ten tournament, it's going to give them a slight edge because it's a weird backdrop there um, at Lucas Oil, which you got to see yeah. up close. It's, it's different. So I think it might take a little bit for North Texas to get going. I think Purdue gets out to an early lead. North Texas comes back. But I think Purdue uh, hangs on here. So I had Purdue in my Final Four originally. Okay. Right? This is another thing. Th- this is a weird team there, Purdue. Yeah. Um, I, I was a big guy. I was like, I think Big Tens are going to be Big Ten teams are going to be more successful when it comes yeah. down to it. Same because or even in Mackey or Assembly right. or Bankers Life because they played there before. And they the competition they played all year. Yep. I started doing some deep dive. Right. Yeah. I, I found this guy stats by Will, and he says he says that four seats at a seventy five percent chance or worse to win their first game are thirteen and twelve. Purdue sits is is Purdue is the lowest of any four seed at seventy one point four chance to win, and so I am going to take North Texas. Wow! And and it's not just because I'm I'm not just reading that and saying like oh I'm going to take oh obviously it catches my attention and I'm yeah. a sucker for and that. once again North Texas played some teams North Texas has played some like uh, who, who's your team they Howard. are they are twenty eighth in the nation in three point percentage. Purdue does not guard the three-pointer well. Um, and Ken Palm. I forget what the Ken Palm was. But they I, were very good on Ken Palm. They were good on Ken Palm. Um, so it was, it was either Texas or Abilene Christian. Texas, Abilene Christian, or Purdue, North Texas. I think it was Texas, Abilene Christian that was the closest. So I'm not going to worry about that comment. But um, that was, yeah. I've, I have so many stats in my brain. I'm confused. Uh, anyway, so North Texas, I think, pulls an upset, which I hate to do to my Boilermaker friends. Right. I hate to just bring up, you know, Vincent Edwards and Arkansas Little Rock. I hate to do it because we did it on Sunday and we talked about how beautiful this yeah. is. But I think once again, Purdue catches themselves in a trap. Freshmen, they're a young team. They haven't had the pressure of them of the NCAA tournament on them yet. I don't know if North Texas has, but for a Big Ten team, I think, yeah. I think it's going to come out. I think I think Jaden Ivey's going to hit a dagger. I I mean, yeah, this is just an upset pick. This is a value pick. Be different, but and I hate doing it because it literally messes up everything else in my bracket. Okay. So you have Villanova playing North Texas. North Texas. Let's go to the next matchup. I think this is one, once again, where America – Texas Tech, Utah State. I, I literally flip a coin. I have absolutely no idea. I, I, I've changed this pick ten times. Yeah. Texas Tech, you look at it, you're like, okay, Texas Tech. Chris Beard played a really good conference. Utah State, not as good of a conference. Mac McClung, 
Texas Tech really struggles to score at times, and mm-hmm. I've struggled to get myself to say Mac McClung can be that March guy. And I think, and it's not just him though. I mean, they have Kyler, I mean, like yeah, Edwards. They have. they have, I mean, they, they have a lot of talent. Sylvan side, they're they're talented and have a great coach. I, I just they haven't been playing great recently. No, and I, I just I just don't trust. And for Mac. me, the key that you said is they have trouble scoring. When I have a team that's tr- that can tr- have trouble scoring, I always just take the team with the better defense. Utah State is out of the world on Ken Palm defense. They suck on Ken Palm offense, though. Which Texas Tech and does have a good defense, too. It's got, it, no, this is an under. What? And what? 100%. This is the under. This is, I don't care what it is. Um, Utah State is like the best block, one of the best blocking teams in the country. Texas Tech has like one of the like least amount of three pointers attempted per game in yeah, the country. Trying to go to the so I think that they're going to go to the rim, and it's just not going to work out against a Utah State team. I think they're going to see, I think it's going to be a close game. Every possession is going to matter. Um, but I think at the end of the day, Utah State's just going to pull this one out. I have Utah State too. Don't love it, but whatever. This next game, if we just said take Colgate. The, yeah, we just said take the under don't. for Texas Tech, Utah State. Take the over for yeah. Arkansas Colgate. Arkansas is going to score 100. Colgate, I think Arkansas wins by 20. Colgate was another popular one. People were like, oh, Colgate 14 to 1. Like, Talk about their schedule. They have played five teams in the Colgate. Not like not they they legit. Played, Including the conference tournament, they have played five teams. They played what? Cold. Three teams in a four-game series. Three teams in a four-game. And then they series. won three games in the then, conference. Yeah, three games in the conference tournament, which was one of them was against one of those teams. They're gonna get absolutely smoked. Yeah, they're gonna have a wake-up call. And good for Colgate. You made a DNC tournament. It's not right, your right. fault. You yeah. played no competition. I mean, sure, it was COVID, right? They just had to play like they could play. Yeah. Arkansas is gonna win by twenty. Arkansas. At least. I mean, Arkansas. Playing Army, Holy Cross, and Boston in t- as twelve games this year. I don't think that that's the the preparation. Yeah, muscle they're ready to roll. Yeah. Um, all right, so Arkansas. Next, uh, this is, I think this is the first game of the tournament. It's disgusting. I don't care about either team. I'm going to go with Virginia Tech. Um, I, I really don't have an explanation. I, I trust Florida. Okay. I wrote Florida down the first time I made a bracket, and this is the one game I have not done any research on, and this is the one game that I have not changed at all. Well, that makes me almost want to take Florida now. I have absolutely no idea about anything in this game. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. I just don't want Virginia. I just don't think Virginia Tech wins it. So, and then Ohio State's going to be Oral Roberts. So we're going back up to the top of brackets act. And just go ahead. Let me tell you something. A one seed has to lose the first weekend. It has to. And, and we'll get into it later. I'm not taking Loyola over Illinois, and I'll explain that why. I had that for that was the longest time. Baylor after the pause has been a completely different team. Their benches are playing as well. They're relying more on their guards. Their defense has been a lot worse. They've had cl- they've had uh, like six wins, I think, and most of them have been, if not all, have been close games. They are not the same team, and their defensive efficiency is outside the top forty on Ken Palm. Wisconsin is going to come in. They've beaten Ken one Pop before. Team. I think they were nine they've done in Villanova. They yes, yeah. they've done it before. Nigel Hayes with the layup, I believe, and I think that. When Baylor has to play, I, I think the Big 12 is a little bit overvalued this year. When Baylor has to play true competition for the first time. You're a Big 10 homer as well. Yes, I am. But And I'm not saying that, like, the, they're, I'm saying, like, for the tournament, because they lost to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. And that was the first game that they had in the Big 12 tournament, right? No, they, they squeezed by Kansas State. Kansas State. Exactly, they squeeze by them and they squeeze by Iowa State as well. They're not playing well, and I think Wisconsin is going to come in there and just be a wake-up call. 
I think after beating UNC, Wisconsin kind of gets their groove. They carry it over it. And I think that this is a game where Wisconsin takes a commanding lead early on, and you kind of see Baylor creep back in, but then a dagger gets hit or something. They drop back down, and they just never get themselves really back into the game. And Wisconsin wins by, like, 7 to 10. I have North Carolina winning the first round. Even if Wisconsin does make it to the second round, saying Wisconsin gets off to a huge lead early means they have to score, which I don't love for them. Well, and I, it's just the Ken mm-hmm. Palm behind it, yeah. and I don't trust Baylor at all. Okay. Like, so I'm, I don't trust them at all, and I think that this pause, out of any team to say the pause has affected them, it's Baylor. Because when Baylor, before the pause, was on a roll, and they didn't have, like, a weak pause like Kansas. They had a, like, months of a pause. Every, I don't know the exact time, but it was a long time. And so I just think that Wisconsin is just going to catch them off guard. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm big on Baylor. It's kind of the opposite of Kansas. I think they kind of needed this almost. Um, they had their pause. They were playing so well early on, uh, and they kind of reset. They have not played well, but they – let's, you know, after losing to Kansas, they still won at West Virginia, at home against Oklahoma State, at home against Texas Tech. It's not like, you know – Well, I mean, it's not – but those are all very close games, right? Or yeah. the majority, if not yeah. all of them. I, I just think they've heard this and heard this and heard this, and they're ready to roll. I mean, they have three guards that average over 14 a game. And Baylor, going back to like... And I think they're going to defend. I think they're going to get back to who they are. That's going it. back for a while, Baylor's, Baylor was like the the team that could never like do it in the tournament, right? I'm trying to think. Like, back for a while, they lost to Yale. They've had some bad losses, higher seeds, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, that's that's not, like, a good reasoning why, because it's a completely different team now. But, you know, it's like the Virginia, the Villanova, now they can zag. Like, these teams who they have pressure on them to make the jump, and they just really – they will eventually, but I just don't think this is Baylor's year. All right. So, Wisconsin. And I hate that pick. I literally hate that pick. And then I, for the next game, I have Villanova over North Texas just because if North Texas can do it against Purdue, I don't think that they can do it against Villanova then. Yeah, I just have Purdue because I, I, yeah. I agree that Winthrop isn't great. All right, Utah State versus Arkansas. I have Arkansas. I think Utah State just can't keep up with them scoring. Yeah, and I had Utah State for a while, and then I really today just like looked at – I didn't really look at Arkansas too much because I was kind of like, ah, I'm just going to take Utah State. Utah State's not going to be able to do much on offense. And they have a great defense, but it takes a lot to stop the must-bus. And it would take – I think it's going to be harder for them to completely stop the must-bus than um, for Arkansas to just out – like just simply outscore them, even with a poor defense. I agree. So I agree. Um, all right. So Ohio we'll State, I don't even know anything about Florida or Virginia Tech. No, it doesn't matter. So then we go back up. And this is why I hate – this bracket. I don't like Villanova. So I have to take Wisconsin. Yep. So Wisconsin is in my Elite Eight. And that didn't happen until three hours ago. Wisconsin and is I in haven't, I haven't had the gut to change it back. So Wisconsin... I guess if they're playing Villanova, they're going to win. Yeah. And so I like think that once... It's just once they get past Baylor, there's... I don't think that Villanova... I think Villanova playing Winthrop in North Texas is the only reason that they're in the Sweet 16. Okay. So... I have Baylor over Purdue. I think that's... I'm really riding Baylor and no one else is. Uh, I trust them. I have Arkansas over Ohio State. That's my upset. Arkansas had won nine in a row before they lost uh, to LSU. Moses Moody, a guy not a people know about. Justin Smith regenerated, or like, I don't know, whatever the word is. Um, it's a good enough word. Sure. 
after he left IU, they can light it up. I think this game this game might be in the hundreds for both teams. Ohio State yeah. can't defend it all. Um, I, I'm just going to take Arkansas here. I just I think they're they're deep, uh, like Ohio State is. Ohio State may be too much in the end, but uh, I like Baylor regardless of the end, so I'm going to go Arkansas or Ohio State. And I have Baylor over Arkansas, Baylor to the Final Four. And I think the winner of this Arkansas-Ohio State game makes it to the Final Four just because I don't trust. Which team is that, then? Wisconsin. I'm going to go Ohio State. You have Ohio State, Wisconsin, in your Elite Eight. I have a lot of Big Ten. Ohio State has to be drooling at that. Yeah. They're one game away from the Final Four, and they get to play a great guard. All right, so you have Ohio State. Yeah, and I think, again, just for the Wisconsin thing, like we've seen a lot of underseeded power conference teams that get the eight or nine, and uh, I would say a weaker one seed, or not a, not necessarily a weaker one seed, but a one seed that you know isn't performing as well coming into the tournament, take advantage of that. And then I just think the rest of the way Wisconsin just gets it, and then they face Ohio State, and like, back to reality kind of thing. It was a good run, but now we're playing Big Ten again. Every Big Ten team knows how to beat us, and they lose to Ohio State. I think Baylor's going to beat Wisconsin by 20 if they play them. I think that Wisconsin wins by 7. Okay. I won't be sitting right next to you during it. So. Yeah. If All that right. happens, gosh, I, I deserve something. If Wisconsin beats Baylor? Not from you. I'm just saying. Like, we can make a little. We can make a little. You know, if they, if they beat Baylor by 7, then like oh. the world should give me then, something. Then we should get some notice for our podcast. Yeah. Okay. On the Midwest. And I'll take all the credit. Anyways. So, just to recap real quick, I have Gonzaga versus Texas. You have Gonzaga versus Alabama. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side, Ohio State is going to be waiting. Who we discuss next? Yep. In the Midwest, Illinois over Drexel next. Everyone's writing Loyola. Everyone loves Loyola. For that reason, I'm going to take Georgia Tech. I don't really have an explanation other than that. I like their guard. I like Josh Passner. I think they've won eight in a row. Um, yeah, they're playing well. They're playing well. And I know Loyola... The, Ken Palm, awesome. Porter Moser, awesome. Ken Palm, their ninth and ninth ninth overall number one defense. Yeah, I'm going Georgia Tech. Kind of and I'm taking Loyola. Okay. Um, I had Oregon State for a while over Tennessee. I because I just wanted to do it because Tennessee isn't very good on offense. But I think Oregon State's actually terrible. I think it's kind of like Georgetown, but the reverse side of it now. Like they got hot in the Pac-12 tournament. Kind of like Georgetown got hot in the Big East, but it's different. I think Oregon State's actually bad. Oregon State is an awful basketball team. Yeah, I'm going to go Tennessee. Oklahoma State, do you have them as well? Sorry. Yeah, and I was trying to find exactly where they are in Ken Palm or Oregon State because I know they suck. But. Um, next is Oklahoma State Liberty. Kind of like UNC Greensboro, I wish Liberty played any other team. Yeah. Even if Liberty was playing Florida State, I was going to take Liberty. Yeah. I, I just... Look, I, with Cade cutting it, like, Oklahoma State, like... I actually first had Liberty, mm-hmm. and then I almost had Cade Cunningham in the Final Four because he's just one of those guys that can do it. He's I had like, Cade Cunningham in the Final Four at one time as well. But coming back to it, I, I just think Liberty, it's just not going to be enough because it's not just Cade with Oklahoma State. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're deep. They've won big games without him. Yeah. Mike Boynton's a good coach. So I, I don't think they really necessarily look ahead. Even if they kind of do, Cade is still going to be too much by himself. And he's, play, he's been under up. Yeah, and so. I think that a team like Liberty – when you have a star player like Cade Cunningham, that's a game where he's going to get like 35 and be like, oh, that's yeah. Cade Cunningham. And he can also get you 8 and 6 Yeah, with that. So I, I think Cade Cunningham himself is going to be too much for Liberty. Shout out Liberty, though. Sorry. I mean, we're always Flames, guys. Love the Flames. Um, next, San Diego State-Syracuse. I think a lot of people like Syracuse here. I I've don't. I've been back and forth on this, but I'm taking San Diego State as well. Okay. 
Uh, San Diego State's won 14 in a row. Yeah. This was obviously the team that was, what, undefeated for a while last year. Yeah. Obviously, they lost a lot of guys. Like Malachi Flynn, they lost a lot of guys. But Matt Mitchell's still there. I think they shoot 38% from three, shoot. which is the biggest thing when you play a team like Syracuse. Yeah, they're going to lay on the two threes on their late team. Buddy Mayhem's been shooting well for Syracuse. But I mean, you know how Syracuse can get in the tournament sometimes. Especially as a, our low seed. Don't care. No. So I've been back and forth on this as well. I just think San Diego State's just a really good team. I think in any other year, they would have had a good non-con schedule, and yeah. you would have seen that more, and they probably would have been up higher. And their, and their conference is, is not a... I mean, no, it's... This isn't the... It's not the Horizon League. No, it's Mountain not. West is... Mountain West is good. Yeah. They have some teams. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm going San Diego State as well. Yeah. West Virginia, Moorhead State. I, I've seen a lot of tweets being like, no one's talking about this game. Like, Moorhead State's playing and well. I think there's a reason we're not talking about it. I just don't care. I don't. I'm going West Virginia. Yeah. I didn't even... Re- I didn't look up anything. No. Um, I, I... Got some local I, guys from Moorhead State from last year. Shout out Jimon. Shout out Jay Walk. Um, Indiana kids, but um, I don't no. think Moorhead Moorhead State might have the lowest tempo in basketball. Or like, yeah, I, I just think I think Huggins is tough. I think Culver's a stud inside, and then I mean Deuce yeah. is the boy. I think a team that does know how to get out the court fast is going to get eaten alive by West Virginia's defense. Yeah, um, so that them um, seven ten. I like Clemson. I just think they're too much. Um, okay, I'm just kidding. I got Rutgers. Zach and I will be at this game. We'll be at this game. Down Probably are going to influence it pretty strongly. I think that we are going to be the loudest fan. Clemson hasn't been playing well in a while. Rutgers has talent. I know nothing about Clemson. This is an under. This is an under game. I know a lot about. Oh, uh, under for sure. I know a lot about Rutgers. I don't care anything about Clemson. You can't convince me that they're going to beat Rutgers. Um, and that is a completely biased opinion. But I'm going Rutgers. Next, Houston, Cleveland State. Next, okay. Cleveland State had a fun run in the conference tournament. Illinois versus Loyola. Go ahead. I I had Loyola Chicago winning this game for the longest time. Yeah. The longest time. It just made so much sense. I walked in bottom. to uh, Justin in his room uh, watching YouTube videos about the way Porter Moser defends ball screens. It and it was good information. Here's why I could not do it, and I chose Illinois. Crutwig on Kofi Cokeburn is not a good place to be if you're Loyola. Guarding him, that's not Anyone guarding Kofi is not yeah, good. Yeah, that is completely... There, there's no, nobody like that in the Missouri Valley Conference. That's number one. Number two is Loyola likes to go under ball screens, allow people to take some tough or contested jumpers. Illinois, out of any team in the country, has the guards to take all of those jumpers. Frazier and Ale, they, I mean, they love to pull up. I think that this could be close, but I wouldn't be surprised like if Loyola's defense is just... They haven't played a team like Illinois that has the size that Crowe hasn't seen all year and the guard play that they haven't seen all year. Um, they have some really good guard defenders, but Illinois is just way too much. What, what seed was Loyola when they made that run? Uh, 11? Maybe a thirteen. Because I, um, I will say there's there's a little Butler vibe there. I have to give Butler a little shout out. Loyola makes that run, comes back the next year. It's technically you know the next year of the NCAA tournament. Butler got an eight seed, like Loyola and Butler beat the one seed Pittsburgh. Um, it's not going to happen here. Ao, Cockburn or Cockburn. Um, yeah, I mean they're my favorite. Team. My favorite player in 
uh, college basketball is Corbello, the point guard for Illinois. Yeah. He's the difference maker because he sets the tone, gets them in the rhythm, and then allows guys like Ao um, and others on that offense to to take over. So Illinois. Um, next, Tennessee, Oklahoma State. They were eleven. Oklahoma. Sorry, eleven. Yeah, they were. Yeah, no, you're good. Uh, Oklahoma State's gonna roll Tennessee. I have Tennessee. <laughs> I I. <laughs> I had Oklahoma State like my first bracket, and then I really thought about it. Sure. I don't trust Oklahoma State at all. Let alone to get past Liberty, but I know everyone's like, "Oh, I want to see Illinois, Oklahoma State, the best game of the game of the tournament." Yeah. It's not gonna happen ever. It's like trade game Young. of the tournament. Rutgers, Houston. Game. Oh my God, Rutgers, Houston is gonna be such a good game. Game of the tournament uh, is not gonna happen. It's almost like when everyone was expecting Trey Young to go on that run when he was at Oklahoma, yeah. and then everyone was like, "Oh, wait a minute, Oklahoma's just not that good." Okay, Oklahoma State's good, but I just don't trust them. And they've been on a roll recently. They've been on a roll. I don't trust them enough to win all of these games. And Ken Palm, they suck. So, I'm a Ken Palm guy. Okay, I have Oklahoma State by double digits. I think Oklahoma State will have a lot more problems with Liberty than Tennessee. Next. Fair, fair. Um, I have San Diego State over West Virginia. Yeah. I, I can't really explain it. No, it's just a gut thing. It's just like San Diego State proved me right. Yeah, I think even San Diego State might be ranked above West Virginia on Ken Palm. Yeah, I, I just don't. West Virginia. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I know they can score. I know they're good inside. Like I said, Culver and McBride. But I just don't think there's a lot there. Kind of like San Diego State, really disciplined. So I have San Diego State. Me too. Um, okay, so Sweet Six. Oh, oh my God! I legit almost skipped it. That. That I can't most, even make that up. That is the most disrespectful thing you've ever done. <laughs> well, that is literally the most disrespectful thing. I'll just say this. I'm taking Houston. Okay. I took Rutgers first time. I didn't know anything about Houston, really. I just heard, I just knew. I was like, I think they're overrated. And I was like, oh, that's a great draw for us to do. I did a lot of research. Houston is phenomenal in Ken Palm and BPI and net. They're literally great everywhere you look. The one thing... The one thing about Houston is they don't shoot the ball well. And they like to double bigs in the post. Let me tell you two things about Rutgers. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they don't shoot the ball well either. But Miles Johnson is a great feeder when he gets doubled. He doesn't get scared when there's pressure on him. What I think is going to happen is that you're going to see Houston go on some dry spells against Rutgers. Something that Rutgers does to themselves all the time, but they're playing teams a lot of times in the Big Ten that take advantage of those dry spells. I don't think Houston has the offense to take advantage of those dry spells. And I think Geo Baker is going to be the best guard on the floor. And he's going to win them a game. And I had Houston in a national championship game last night. And now they're losing in the second round to Rutgers. Yeah, completely biased pick. Um, I just think Houston has... I, seen- I mean, but there has been national media, I think... Uh, even Mark Titus might have Rutgers that there. Mark Titus saying it today was literally the reason that convinced you to. Um, so I guess no one can have Rutgers going farther than me. I will say so, though, you're a big Ken Palm guy. Yeah. Houston is phenomenal on Ken Palm. And they are out of this world on Ken Palm. I mentioned that. But they have some of the lowest shooting right. percentages. I'll be honest with you, I just kind of got on Twitter like a dude thing because I knew I wasn't paying attention very much. Oh. Sorry. No, they do. Um, they just don't shoot the ball very well. And I think that they're going to go on a dry spell. Um, Okay. So So you have San Diego State versus Rutgers. Yes. You're definitely taking Rutgers. You can't tell me that San Diego State scares me. Okay. I have <laughs> I have Houston over San Diego State. I, I that's a really boring game to me. 
I mean, they don't, I don't care about Houston, San Diego State. I mean, that's going to be an athletic game. Then I have the game of the year. I have Illinois. I have Oklahoma State. I, I, I'm taking Illinois. I would do it. I don't even want to get into it. I just, I think Illinois I'm, has something about them. I'm right taking now. Illinois. So Against Tennessee. Yeah, so I have four Big Ten teams in the Elite Eight on that side of the bracket. Well, that's Conference America, apparently. So, um, Illinois-Houston. Illinois wins. No problem. Illinois is in the Final Four. Rutgers loses by 35. Probably to Illinois if they play them again. I don't see how we compete with Illinois unless the refs call the game the right way, which they didn't do it the first time. Yeah, you were pretty. Here, let me let me tell you something about Rutgers basketball real quick. For everyone listening to this podcast, whenever if Rutgers does anything on a run, or if you're watching the pregame show, they're always going to talk about Jacob Young for some reason. This heart, is heart and soul of the team. Apparently. Jacob Young may be the worst offensive efficiency player I have ever witnessed. And I really hope he doesn't listen to this podcast because I like the guy. He's a Rutgers guy. Yeah, he does add sparks sometimes. Jacob, you're welcome on anytime. He will take fast breaks. Against Houston, if they play Houston, you'll see him go one-on-four on a fast break, and instead of pulling it out, he'll take a layup and miss. He will hold the ball for like 18 seconds on a possession when Geo Baker and Ron Harper Jr., the two best scorers, on the team aren't touching the ball and you just stand there and dribble. So if Jacob Young can play efficient basketball and his good buddy Montez Mathis can also play efficient basketball and hit some jumpers, Rutgers could go on a run in this tournament. I will say the thing that scares me about Rutgers Houston is Houston doesn't allow easy shots in the lane. They're kind of just, they're, they're physical. They're going to beat you up. They're going to get you to the foul line. Ron Harper Jr. needs to be able to shoot the ball well and not be afraid to take it to the lane and Rutgers has to hit 70% of their free throws for them to beat Houston because they will get a lot of free throws against Houston yeah I look I like I, I loved Rutgers early in the year and it wasn't because I was your roommate they were 11th in the country uh, I thought Geo <clears throat> Geo was a guy that could be a March player that could hit big shots Ron Harper was flashing they were all playing well they went on a bit of a dry spell they kind of got it back but they still really have not found their offensive flow. Um, I think they, they have not scored 80 points since they beat Purdue, which was, gosh, early December, maybe yeah. November. But Houston's not an offensive team. That's the thing. that I don't know how many Yeah, but Houston puts 80. teams away. They do. They're if, athletic. If, if Rutgers but can't Houston, score, Houston can put them away. Houston has struggled against upper-level teams in the AAC, and the AAC is really weak this year. Very weak. Kenny Galladay is about to visit the Giants before signing. Is he really? Yeah. I mean, that's good. We need wire server one. But yeah. All your teams team. right now. Okay. So, final four. Gonzaga, I, Bama, let's go back to the left side. Bama. Final four of Gonzaga, Texas. You have Gonzaga, Bama. Yeah. I don't even know what there is to say. <laughs> Do you have Gonzaga winning by double digits all the way up to the national championship? I think that Gonzaga... Well, I mean, they're going to get a close game, right? I think it's, against I think against a team... If they play a team like Bama, Gonzaga will go up 15. And this then, is an over game. And then at the blink of an eye, it's, it's a five-point game, and you're like, wait a minute. This doesn't... It's a five-point game? And then you're like, oh, no, it's Gonzaga, and they're up 10, and then it's a three-point game, yeah. and then they go up 13, and yeah. it's history. So... Yeah, Gonzaga, Texas. I, Gonzaga. I think literally, like, Gonzaga's like the Buccaneers where... They don't. They didn't care about the regular season of conference. Like the close games that they had. In the yeah, past. but the difference is Gonzaga still went undefeated. I mean, the well, I know. I'm just saying. Like, I'm just using them as an exact example. Sorry, the sorry, Bears fans. This they are going to. Come at you. 
then the NFL season is also completely different than college basketball season in that sense. But so you're my point it is, is that a bad analogy. It is, but my, <laughs> it's an awful analogy. But my point is, is that Gonzaga is going to turn it up to a level that we saw when they smoked Virginia, Kansas, and Iowa. Yeah, I do think there's a switch they there. They hosted through the West Coast Conference yeah. in the tournament because they, they win with their eyes closed to play. No, so Sorry. I think now this is what they've been waiting for. And they're going to come out with a chip on their shoulder that they shouldn't even have, but they're like, yeah, we're just going to kill everyone. Yeah, so. I like that. Um, kind of just about talked myself into putting Arkansas in the Final Four, just in my own head. I don't like yeah, that. I know what I've been doing for the best yeah. two hours. Yeah, I've been too busy, thankfully. What's that supposed to say? I don't, I, yeah, I didn't mean that. It wasn't like that. <laughs> um, I have three number one seeds, which I hate, but I have Gonzaga, Texas, same reason we don't need to talk about it. I have Baylor over Illinois, and it's partly because I can't do Gonzaga Illinois because I feel like America has that. And, and that's what I different. have. That's what I have, and I'm. I'm, I'm I, yeah, I'm, but you have look, look, dude. You have Wisconsin in the Elite Eight. I don't think you have to worry about being too similar to the rest of the country. You, I think that's a fair point. Yeah, so I think you're good there. Yeah, but I, I think Baylor's good. I think their guard play. I think they played Illinois earlier in the year. They beat them. It was close. Um, Really good guard matchups here with Butler and A. And I will say that that was when Baylor was at their best and Illinois was like not with Figuring right themselves now. out. And I would say Baylor's at their lower end right now and Illinois yeah. is on a roll. Regardless, though, I, I, I'm writing Baylor. I'm writing Scott Drew. Delts, Butler alumni. Um, you were in a frat, bro. That's nice. It's not a big deal. What do you guys got? McConaughey, Scott Drew. Wow. <laughs> McConaughey was a Delt. Now I'm looking like a real asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I like Ken Palm. And yeah. Zach likes fraternity. <laughs> I'm going Baylor though. I can't really explain it. It's not that I love it. I just want to be a little different, and I just love the three guards for Baylor. I think they figured it out. National championship: Gonzaga, Baylor. You have Gonzaga, Illinois. I'm going Gonzaga. I don't care. Gonzaga. Yeah. I have 82-77. I'm going to score down. I'm going to go. I like 82. That's a good number. It's such a good number. I love that number. I'm going to go 83-75. Okay. Pretty similar to mine. What was yours? 82-77. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So we both have Gonzaga. God, I hate that I just locked myself into this bracket. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Well, that's really all we have for today's episode. Um, we're going to get into NFL free agency next week because yep. we'll be able to kind of break down those games from this past week and uh, keep you guys updated. But, hey, good luck to everyone in their brackets. Um, yeah, don't do what I did. And- yeah, definitely. This wasn't a take our picks. This was just kind of what we're doing. And we wish you all the best of luck. And just let's just enjoy this weekend because Look, we've, we've I mean, waited so long for this. I know, I know Justin and I are we're, we're sitting there for 10 hours. I'm not even going to a bar to watch these games. The only time I'm leaving my apartment this weekend is to walk – down the block to go to the Rutgers game. Right. And then walk back. Right. I'm not leaving the couch because I want to make sure that I have a good view of every single basketball game that's being played because I need two years worth of basketball in right. this weekend. I, it's got to be good. I mean, yeah. they got to deliver any overtimes, any game wins. I need and I certainly won't be getting a text being like, did you see that shot? And me having to say no. Yeah. That's FOMO I can't deal with. No. I, I don't want to get on Twitter and everyone's like, oh my god. Like, the phone has been enough. It's been a year of it. Emily Christian's like star player or whatever his name is. Mount, I think. 
Yeah, the fact that you don't know their mascot or best player says... I had their best player. Which is why, why Texas covers. Memorize. Anyways, we appreciate you all. Keep listening. Uh, we're going to keep rolling, yep. and let's see how these brackets do. Obviously, we'll post them keep you updated. But uh, If I like... get the perfect one, just know I worked for it. That's true. Have a good week, everybody. Happy March Madness. Burke. Go Ruckers. Uh, Ruckers. You want to do one? Go ahead. Go Ruckers. Burke, take us home. <laughs>